0: Good morning,
1: Good morning. it is
0: Sunday morning and it's so Yay. good that you guys are joining us and mm-hmm. um, we're just excited for what God is doing. We've been at home for a whole week already and it's been a good week most around and even in our nation we just have so much to to be thankful for. You know the coronavirus infection rates are less than what they predicted and that really is a good sign and we can really be mm-hmm. grateful for that and also at home, I think we're getting over a lot of the uncertainty, a lot of the fear, and a lot of the stuff that was just bugging us last week. And um, I think God's about to do something amazing and is doing something amazing in our lives and and in your home. So um, I just want to quickly pray a prayer of thanks. And um, I just wanted you just agree with me where you're at? Agree with me for what God is doing um, in your household and in our country right now. So Father, we just want to thank you for the work you're doing in our nation, the work you're doing in our homes, the work you're doing in our lives right now. Thank you, Father, that we do have victory that you said we will overcome. We also just want to thank you for our government and the fact that our government is leading correctly and, and, and leading righteously in terms of wisdom and in terms of controlling this thing. And, Father, I just ask that you'll, you'll give them further guidance, Lord, and that you'll help them to lead us in the correct way and as a church we we're grateful and thankful for our government mm-hmm. and we pray for them and I pray for every family watching this morning mm-hmm. that that you'll bless them and, and that your anointing and sweet presence will really be mm-hmm. in their rooms right now and, and wherever they're watching this Lord that you'll mm-hmm. touch them um, in a very special way and so we're trusting for that in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bernadine's is just going to mention something about the worship and then we just can enjoy an amazing time together.
1: Yeah, so um, one of the songs that we're doing um, is just inviting him in to come change the atmosphere and it's just, it's declaring that something is changing in your surrounding and I just want to encourage you as you sing this song, declare it over every situation that you're facing, declare it over what is to come off the corona even or declare it of your household declare it of an atmosphere in in the yeah. circles that you're moving and um, yeah I just sing that song just I, I feel like we just need to sing it prophetically and um, yeah invite them to come and transform things in our lives it's it's yeah, it's a perfect opportunity for that so yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. so these are really exciting times and um, I'm enjoying every moment of it. And so let him change. Really? Even, even
1: the cleanups and dishes <laughs> and uh, washing.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying doing washing and mopping. Yep, we're working hard but it's yeah. been good fun. been so. teaching
1: the kids some life, some well yeah, needed life skills. So It's been good opportunities for that. You've got to see the positive in everything.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> So yeah, receive what what you're ready to receive this morning and we're just going to have a good time. supply we just want to thank you that your love surrounds us this morning and that your love is tangible we thank you father that there is an encounter happening right now in every home in every household that's watching that the experience of your love is real and that your 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 love the experience of your love is life-changing and life-altering and so we thank you for this incredible privilege to be able to As families, tap into your presence this morning and encounter you in a really special way. God, you are absolutely amazing. And so we just want to honor you and bless you and thank you for this time. Why don't you just, if you are with someone, just give them a lacquer hug. Tell them you love them and that you appreciate them. If you're not with someone right now, grab your phone, WhatsApp someone. Tell them you really appreciate them and you really love them. And um, this is just an incredible time that we're going through where we get to celebrate each other and celebrate the relationships that we have with our family and with people that we, that we love. So um, before we get going this morning, um, we've prepped something this week and, and I just want to <laughs> just excuse Bernadine coughing in the background. This is a family affair. I saw her holding that cough for at least 30 seconds. <laughs> So what we just want to do this morning is we've prepped a little video and um, Bernadine spent time with our children and spent time painting with them and just getting them to paint what they were experiencing uh, God was telling them and let me tell you what they really tapped into an encounter and um, so there's, there's pictures of God's presence, his fire, there's rain, there's, there's all these sorts of images that that they painted as they experienced God and it just gives us a, an insight into how children experience God and so we want to encourage you um, to really pick up on that and pick up on spending time with with your children in God's presence this morning as a family so we're just going to play that video for you.
1: Good morning, so I got the kids to do some prophetic art this morning Just to bless people with and whoever listens to this may may they be touched by the pictures and may just mean something significant to you. Um, Yeah, I thought I'd just give a quick, they gave a short explanation but for each one of them I felt there's something special for this time. So this was Daniela's, the the one that, I don't know if you can see it. Um, The one that says God's will, God's word will always rain on you. No matter what. Um, yes, and Ethan's picture—he drew a thunderstorm. So, never mind rain. May it thunder in in your life. May his words, um, yeah, may his words be like a thunderstorm in your life. Um, in these few days. Then, um, yes, with that, I actually thought this was quite significant. This is uh, Michael's burning bush. Um, uh, yeah, so Moses had the burning bush experience, and in this time, may you have a real encounter with God. May may experience His presence in a tangible way. A lot of fire. Brendan, in his smallness, <laughs> drew. Yeah, you it? Yeah. What is this? What is What is this? What is this? You
2: door, you. What is this,
1: door Brenden? What is it, Orania? Fire! Whoa, that's very
2: cool. God's
1: God blood. This is from Michael and Michael really felt as um, the blood of Jesus in this picture, and everything is red. You'll see. This is all blood. This is all blood. And um, yeah, my my his blood just cover us in this time as well. Oh. Uh-huh. That is raining. Ah, oh, that is Ethan. And he told me that um, it's holy spirit that's raining down, um, and it's causing the fruit to grow on the tree. So may you experience the holy spirit raining again on your life, and may you look like this yellow guy that's just covered in the holy spirit and glowing. <laughs> So that's from the McGee's kitchen, the crazy kitchen, as you can see. I didn't even try and tidy it up because it a be pointless. This is just life. This is us from our kitchen. And um, yeah, may you be blessed by the words.
0: Yeah, so once again, we just want to encourage you to spend time with your children and make sure that they know um, that you love Jesus. And um, I was listening to a talk yesterday. Um, actually, I was part of a... A session with or a webinar session with some guys overseas and they were just saying that they love the fact that their children can experience their Jesus lifestyle and so that's really what we want to encourage this morning is that your children experience your Jesus lifestyle and that that is fully I want to say the word encapsulate but that 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 there's a full-on experience of the Holy Spirit and his presence in your children's lives so I want to encourage you uh, with that, so I was spending time just praying about what God wants to do this morning, and I'm really excited about how He speaks and what He's saying, and how specific the Word is for this time in our lives. And um, you know, God's God's always speaking, and when we're listening, we're always hearing. And I want to encourage you to press into His Word. We've got some of our members, you know, just sending feedback on how they're experiencing God and what God's doing in their lives and I'm so encouraged by all the messages coming back um, and the words that are being spoken. So really appreciate it. Keep it coming. Keep emailing us. Um, Keep sending us video content. Keep sending us um, whatever it is that's encouraging you. Um, Just send that to us so that we can share in that with you and post it online and and just enjoy the community that's being created um, in this specific time. So we're going to be speaking about um, the second promise. Last week we spoke about the first promise that God gave us for this period. And and that sets us up for the the next decade. And that promise is that God is going to give you a new name. And we spent a lot of time last week speaking about um, just the spirit of injustice. And the sense that sometimes when you feel life's unfair, it really just gets a hold of you. And so God just did a lot of stuff breaking that. We had some feedback um, from people that were really touched by that message and um, we're so encouraged by that. So this week God wants to um, speak to us about the fact that He is going to crown us with glory and that really is the second promise that He's going to crown us with glory. And I want to remind you that when we have a promise and things don't look like it, it, it means we really have to hold on to that promise and press into that promise. It encourages us to step up our faith, to press in, and to, to keep that promise in front of our eyes at all time. And um, I want to just remind you about the second part of the Jabez prayer, which I think lines up to this promise. And that is that God will enlarge your territory. And Jabez prayed this. He said, God, will you enlarge my territory? And what has that got to do with being crowned with glory? And, and how are we going to go about hanging on and holding on to that promise? So we just felt that this means or or the first part of the prophetic word of He will crown us with glory. We wrote down the following. We said, we will set the standard when it comes to excellence. And God is going to release the overcomer to establish new heights and new boundaries. And as I started to just... Think about this concept and think about it. Um, God just said something to me and he said comparison. And I realized that if we approach a prophetic word with the wrong spirit, then we will use the word for the wrong um, outcomes. And um, and I, I realized that if we look at this prophetic word through what we're going to call today the spirit of comparison, then we're going to think to ourselves that God wants to let us excel above others. We're going to be thinking things like God wants us to establish new heights and boundaries over and above other people. And that's not really what God is saying. God is is calling all his children continuously up to a new height and a new boundary. And what does it mean to set a standard of excellence without a spirit of comparison? Now, a spirit of comparison isn't a you know like a demon or a spirit of comparison that comes it's more the fact that we believe a lie or we or we we have a bent as they call it we we tend to nature to want to compare ourselves to others and i honestly thought that you know comparing yourselves to others was for teenagers and i'm quite surprised that later on in life that's something that sometimes we still struggle with And I realized that the prevailing lie behind the spirit of comparison is you are not good enough. And when you believe that lie, you start to look around and you start to tell yourself, I am not good enough. And you take your focus off God and you're looking at people around that are doing certain things and you start to believe that lie. And it's one of the most detrimental lies you can believe. And um, so when we set the standard without a spirit of love, what happens is we we set a standard of excellence without a spirit of comparison. Sorry, I'm getting my words confused there. (laughs) We set a standard of excellence in love. And that basically means we don't seek the crown of other people's appreciation and public approval. We take off the crown given by men. And we replace it with a crown given by God. And I'm quite an adaptable person i I tend to be able to handle a a challenging situation more you know I nearly said more <laughs> easily um, in the sense that um, I like change i I like the fact that things change and i'm and I'm willing to press into that but the the things that have made me most anxious the times that i've experienced the most anxiety it's come from when i've had an unearthly desire to be approved by men around me and i create an anxiety that is just unbearable and when i walk in but when i walk in god's favor i find myself walking favored by men as well and that really is a promise of god that that you will be favored by god and favored by men And I realized as I thought about this that there really is a massive difference between approval and favor. You see, favor is something that is birthed in love. Approval is something that is birthed from the spirit of comparison. It's the opposite of love. It's birthed in a line. Its goal is to destroy you where favor is birthed in love and its goal is to build you up those looking for approval are always looking for personal reward over and above anything while those walking in favor are always looking for ways to build into the community and their satisfaction comes from the building up of a body and so in order for us to move away from approval into favor we need to reorder our desires and we also need to reorder our devotions and so God is shining a spotlight he's saying I want to crown you in this moment but I need to reorder the things you desire and I need to reorder um, the devotions the, the things that you spend the most time on and that's why we find ourselves in this situation where our lives have been reordered and guess what we're at home, we're spending time with our families and our desires and our devotions are slowly being chipped away so that our focus is on our family in this time. So um, Psalms 27 verse 4 says this and it says, one thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek for Inquire of and insistently require that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And I read that and God was like, I've just answered your prayer. He's like, take that. (laughs) You know, we live such a busy life where... There's so much stuff going on and we just don't know what to touch and when to touch it and what to touch and which is more priority and and it forms this kind of you know like what am i doing and 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 then you're looking out there and they're doing that and this and that and and life is just so busy and have i got enough finances have i reached it am i am i staying healthy and wah, 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 wah. and then in that busyness there's this temptation to say god can i just dwell in your house because it sounds so nice just to dwell in your house and Suddenly we're all dwelling in our houses. And how many of you have in this week, in this first week, already felt like, I just wish I could get out again. <laughs> if you're not an essential services person and you've been in home, I've been out the yard once this week. And um, let me tell you what, I'm itching to go for a drive, itching to, to meet friends again, itching to just get busy with stuff. And yeah, God is saying, but now you're going to dwell in my house, because you've you've prayed that you've said God, if there's only one thing and I want to encourage you if you 've prayed for that one thing to escape all the clutter and now you're sitting in your house, then use this time because you're in god 's presence and I I kind of realized like if I was just going to sit around in God's house all day for the rest of my life, I would probably be bored you know but God is God is God is pointing us back. He's saying, God, you know, if you're going to be busy, be busy with the right things. And that's why it's so important to dwell in God's house. And then he says the following words. To behold, this is David writing. He says, to behold and gaze upon the beauty, the sweet attractiveness and the delightful loveliness of the Lord. And to meditate and to consider and inquire in his temple. Now those are a lot of words, but... What I want to say through that and and through those two verses, I want to challenge you and I want to ask you this question. How do you turn your home in this period into the house of the Lord? And what does that have to do with being crowned with glory? You see, there is a temptation and many mommies, maybe more than daddies, um, but daddies included might in this temptation. If you've got kids at home, when things get busy... And things get out of hand. There's a temptation that says I want to run away from people to find God. But I want to challenge you to say what if God is to be found in our love for people around us. You see to be alone. If you've been alone for a week you you will testify that it's one of life's greatest challenges is to actually be alone. And so I'm, I just sense that God is shifting things in our hearts. We're saying the gift of the people around you is, is really the place where you experience more of God. And instead of trying to run away from people, he's calling you to the people that make you. I mean, we all love our children, but there are moments where we're just like, this is too much, <laughs> you know. Am I, you know, if I was in church right now and there was a crowd, I'd say, am I alone right now? That's that's what I wanted to ask. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's just moments where there's just a noise. I mean, with our four kids, our house gets busy really quickly. And if my heart's not in the right place, I'm going to be tempted to say, I just want to go sit on a mountain. But my heart is in the right place. And so... I can just now in this time, in this special moment, stand back and say, wait a minute. I have no agenda. I've got nothing pressing me. I've got nothing pushing me on. Let me just use the next 10 minutes to admire what God has done in my life through these people. And so this is what God is doing. And and so he says in, in, in John 13, 34, Jesus is speaking and he says, a new command I give you, love one another As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. So there already the crowning process is being revealed. That if you love the others, if you love someone else, if you love your children the way God has loved you, there is already a reflection of God's glory on your life. And then in 1 John 4, 7 to 21, it says, Let us love one another. For love is from God, and he who loves is begotten of God, and is coming to know and understand God. And when I read that verse, I realized that God, I realized two things. God is not inviting you to love others the way you love God. You know, He's not saying, I I challenge you to love your wife as much as you love me. He's actually going beyond that. He's inviting you to love others the way He loves you. And that's just such a powerful picture. Like, Just just picture that person who is closest to you and then imagine God's love and He's inviting you to love that person that much. And then He's inviting you to love people to become acquainted with Him through the love you have for those around. He's inviting you to meet Him through your love for someone else. And when I read that verse and I went back to Psalms 27, I realized I may dwell in the house of the Lord and I can gaze upon the beauty of God by gazing upon the beauty of my family. Wow. I realized then that to gaze upon the beauty, (laughs) to, to gaze upon your family introduces you to God. How many of you have felt that way? Not me all the time, but I'm looking at this with completely different eyes and I want to challenge you to gaze at the beauty and the sweet attractiveness and the loveliness of your loved ones. If you're a newlywed right now that's easy (laughs) but as you get married longer and longer and longer and longer you forget to stop and gaze upon the beauty of your loved one. There was a time a moment in this week where I really practiced that And I looked at my wife while she was doing her things and and busy with, you know, worshipping and all of that. And I just heard the words, brave and pure. And in that moment, I could see my wife the way God had made her. And I was just in awe of my wife, yes. I was gazing at her beauty. But in the same moment, I felt just this incredible favor from God. And that's just what God wants you to experience. You see... When you look at them and you gaze upon their beauty, you're seeing them the way God made them. And you can actually say to yourself, I am actually looking at the beauty and the greatness of God. I'm looking at the beauty and the greatness that He created. And I'm looking at His, His nature. Because whatever He created represents the Father. That's why the Bible says we're made in His image. We represent God. And so... I want to challenge every person to to look at God and to see his glory in the people in your lives. And Paul wrote Philippians and, and it really resonates with us this week um, and in this time because you know what? Paul wrote this this book to the Philippians in while he was in lockdown. You know, there wasn't a coronavirus, but the government considered Christianity as a virus, and so he was Captured and he was imprisoned in Rome for two years and so When you read Philippians, I mean, there's so many, f- you know famous lines that we quote and and it's kind of like Paul If he had a camera and and a YouTube, you know, he he would be making videos and, and that would have been his outlet uh, In that time and so while he's in prison the, the letter of Philippians Was his outlet from lockdown and so he's focusing on on these things as as he's spending time And he says this, he says this to the Philippians, he says, I pray, and this is such a beautiful prayer, I pray that your love may abound yet more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight, so that your love may display itself in a greater depth of acquaintance and a more comprehensive discernment, so that you may learn To sense what is vital and approve and prize what is excellent and of real value. And just jumping back to Psalms 27 verse 5. It says, for in the day of trouble he will hide me in his shelter. And so I want to just say that this time and this moment we're in. As we're holding on to the promise that he's crowning us with his very nature. With his glory. God is protecting you from a a virus but also he's protecting you from noise and he's protecting you from clutter and he's protecting you from things that are not vital so that you can focus on the things that are vital and then you can approve and appreciate the excellence and the real value of the people around you and John 1 verse 19 says understand this my beloved brethren Let every man be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to take offense and slow to get angry. He goes on in or he goes back in verse 12 of of James 1 and he said, Blessed is the man who is patient under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which God has promised. To those who love him and I realize that the crown we're looking for is the very life we crave it's that life that we so desire when we're busy when we're running around and doing things that that just help us get to the end of the month or just help us get our provisions in or it's just a whole you know there's the sense like I just want to spend time at home And here God is saying if you're patient and you stand up under that trial, you will receive the victor's crown. But over in that, he's saying when you're patient with each other, when you're slow to anger, when you're slow to speak, but you're so eager to hear. See, the hearing is the gazing. It's the, I'm gazing on you right now. I'm just listening. When you do that, you will receive the victor's crown of life. your relationships and when you know in this time we just have such an opportunity to practice the fullness of god's love at home in a safe place it's like a massive reset button that we just get to spend time focusing on what is of real value instead of stressing about that which can't give us life anyway and i want to encourage you i want to Encourage you to practice what we've spoken about this morning. To think about what we've spoken. And think about the promise that God is giving you. And, and when you can master. When, when you can be trusted wholly. With, I mean every one of us. Every, every mom and dad is doing a good job. Everyone is doing their best. But I know sometimes we just we let go. And, and, we, and we slip up on that. And, and I want to encourage you right now. To just master love in your homes this week. Take this week and practice every opportunity to be patient with your children. Let them, let them mess up a little bit. Let them mess things on the floor if they have to. Let them, <laughs> let, let your wife get away with something. Let let your, um, there goes our lights. Don't worry about that. Let let, let your family experience life, and then. I want to just read this last thing and it's the last part of our prophetic word. It says, The overcomer will be the authority in his field because of the wisdom that they draw from. They will be a display of God's best intentions for our societies, our nation, and the furthest reaches of the world. You will find yourself being called to the ends of the earth to do business and instruct and guide many with the wisdom you have gathered. You see, this love that we're talking about is the gateway and the key To further success and all business requires good relationship. Don't think of success as something that'll give you a personal reward. Think of success as the quality and the quantity of the relationships you have, the favor that you have with God and the favor that you have with man. Focus on that and the promise, this prophetic word will become true in your lives. I just want to bless you before we close off. Father, Will you just bless every family? Will you bless every person as they receive this word? Will you bless every family that is sitting in lockdown? Will you will you just fill their homes with love this week? And, and make, you know, if they're cramped into small space, make that space feel larger. Will you enlarge their hearts? Give them more patience? Help them not to be angry? And Father, will you also give us supernatural relationships outside of our home where we can genuinely experience your kingdom and your love on earth as it is in heaven. Lastly, we want to pray for every sick person that you will heal them. If they've got any symptoms of the coronavirus, if there's any virus in their bodies, Father, that you will completely remove all viruses in Jesus' name. And then we pray for our nation. We're, just not, we're not just sitting this out and waiting for it to end. We're asking you, God, will you take away this virus as quickly as what it came and we continue to trust for a complete healing of every person in our nation first and then in the rest of the world we're trusting for a miracle for supernatural provision for supernatural guidance for supernatural wisdom and for supernatural healing and we thank you for that in jesus name if you've enjoyed this you know please visit our website please visit us on facebook give us a big thumbs up um, share this message with people that you know. Share this message with someone that you know um, will be touched and, and you know will experience God's goodness in this. And then we also want to encourage you, if you can, just to bless this ministry as well. We've got a link up at the end here um, that, that just encourages you to give and it's got all our bank details in. And you can honor God with your tithes and your offerings as you do when you come to church. Um, and we just want to pray for your, your household as well, that there is complete blessing in your homes. Once again, we look forward to spending time with you next week. Spend time in your connect groups. Contact as many people as you know. And make an effort. Make um, every effort to stay in contact with people that you love. Um, Keep community flowing. And enjoy the next week. Bless you. Bye. Thank
1: you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages.